Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Is you with it? Posse trying to eat. Is you with it? Making ends meet. Is you with it? Told him talk is cheap. Get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. What's good, people? Uncle Hotep back at it again. Episode 77 of Uncle Hotep's podcast. How y'all doing? Happy, uh, happy Sunday. You know, Uncle Hotep hit the streets last night. And I gotta talk about it. <laughs> I actually, no, I actually went to a, a, a Young Jeezy concert last night. To film more in Philadelphia. Yes. Uncle Hotep went and saw the snowman. You know, uh, it was actually a birthday gift for my girlfriend. She's the biggest snow fan, snowman, Jeezy fan that I've met. You know, um, I know some people uh, like Jeezy. I know people that like Jeezy. I had this one dude, Ock, who loved Jeezy. But she loves Jeezy. She, I want to see him. I want to see him. As you know, she's pregnant, so... I'm like, she's in her, like, nine months, like, two weeks due. <laughs> uh, watching a G- at a Jung Jeezy concert. Oh, my gosh. I'm not even going to talk about uh, me standing for, like, because it was at a place that didn't have seats. It was, like, an open floor, and then the balcony was, like, um, a different section. Now, I tried to get that section, but it was sold out, <laughs> you know, when I tried it. And that was, like, I think there was a lot of radio giveouts and everything else like that. But I couldn't get upstairs, so we had to sit, stand in the middle of the floor. And, you know, it was kind of packed. It wasn't like, <laughs> you know, G- Philadelphia loves Jeezy. <laughs> they love Jeezy. You know, I mean, there are certain people that Philadelphia likes. Like, Philadelphia will hold it down for a few people. Like, like for G- they're not even from there. Like, Philly will treat them like as their own son. You know what I mean? You know, like Meek Mill is, is, is from Philadelphia. You know, he's a Philadelphia cat. And there's certain people that are Philadelphia cats. Or maybe the, those certain people influence cats in Philadelphia to be like that. You know, like Hove is, uh, they love Hove. They act like Hove is from Philly. You know, but that just means he, uh, ex- what's the word for it? Exonifies or something. I, I don't know. I think I'm making that word up. Um, personifies uh, a Philadelphian, even though he's not from Philadelphia. You know, if, if you don't know, cats from Philly love the hustle and they love the floss. <laughs> they love hustling and flossing. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? People, people from different areas of the country are act different. You know what I'm saying? Not like, you know, a Philadelphia cat is different from a New York cat. Uh, a Philadelphia cat is different from an Atlanta cat. 
you know, vice versa, you know, um, that's just how it is, they're not, you know, I mean, the shine has some similarities across the country, but they do have some differences, some big differences, sorry, I need some water, but back to this concert, now, it, like, I like Jeezy, you know, I wasn't his really biggest, biggest fan. Matter of fact, I don't think I really listened to a lot of this stuff until I met her. You know what I mean? Um, like, I listened to Thug Motivation. One, what is it? 102? Thug Motivation 102? Whatever. That was dope. His Air Forces song was dope. Um, that was that, that song was hard as hell. That's one of my favorites. Um, as him as a performer, he's great performer. Um, I wasn't surprised about that because he got hits. He got hits for the shine. <laughs> like, I seen him do, he did Hot 97. Uh, he did Summer Jam, like, a few years ago, and I saw it. And it was raining. He had hits for days. Because, you know, he, he did a lot of stuff with other people. He did a lot of, uh, there were there were big records, you know what I mean? He's got some big records under his belt. You know, and he came from the streets, man. <laughs> I actually just read the Gucci Man documentary. I mean, biography. I said, watch a documentary. His biography, right? And he mentions his beef because, you know, they had a beef. You know, uh, um, um, Gucci shot two of uh, his homeboys in the self-defense. Jay-Z uh, put a hit out. Put a hit out for his chain. <laughs> Cash was trying to get uh, Gucci Man's chain because of Jeezy. You know, um, what was I saying? Yo, so I read that book, and you know, it's <laughs> and he, in the beef, man, it looks, it, Gucci looked kind of shaky, and he could look kind of, uh, you know, uh, petty and jealous. But, you know, of course, that's just one side of the story. And uh, I would love to hear, I would love to see Jeezy write a book. I'd love to see Jeezy write a uh, a biography. And what he can tell, you know, he messed with the BMF cats, you know, he don't want to see, yeah, you know, a lot of stuff he would say would be snitching and, and, and this, that, and the third. So he can't say some stuff. But as far as the concert, it was great, you know, he did a lot, he did a lot of songs. He must have been on for an hour and probably like 20 minutes or something like that. And he had a good set. Um, now, by far, I wasn't the older, you know, I'm the older gentleman. I'm in my mid-40s. You know, I I don't think I was the oldest one in there. You know, I see Jeezy got on, like, you understand, Jeezy been out for a minute. He'd been out for a minute. So, like, I guess early 2000s when, when Jeezy's run was, he's been out for a minute. But I don't think I was the oldest um, person in the concert last night. I definitely was not, you know. Um, but it was cool. I mean, uh, I don't know about all that standing, man. It was standing since, like, because we had to get there early. No, we got there like a little after 8.30. A little before 8.30. And we were standing until like, there was no place to sit. You know, we were standing until, uh, I want to say, what time? 11? Then or 12 o'clock. Because we actually did the, uh, got a meet and greet. And, you know, uh, she went a picture with him. She got a picture with him. I got a picture with him. 
So it was cool, but that was standards out of control. But you know, what I mean, it wasn't bad. No, no fights or nothing like that. Hell of weed smoke. Oh my goodness, I thought I was getting contact high. I mean, you know, you, you, if you smoke, your mouth start getting dry. And my mouth start starts getting dry. I was like, oh my god. I was like, oh man. You know, we the shines love them backwoods and and, 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 them, and them black and miles. I'm like, you shines will get off that man. Yo, I swear to God, this one guy, he rolled the whole head of oh, big backwood, man. He smoked all, he took it to the, he took it to the dick. That was a, I remember Cassie, this guy, guy used to say, I'm going to smoke this blunt to the dick. <laughs> like, what the hell? Nigga, pause. Yo, but he took it to the head, and and I'm like, man, we all that Philly cast is insane. You know, so like I said, you know, cats are different, but you know, Philly, every cat has particular, every area of Black America has a particular traits, man. Like these these shines, they're smoking them backwoods, man. I'm like, man, oh, stop, man. <laughs> man, you only don't get you an ages vaporizer and, and, and call it a day. Now, I know it was a concert. You probably couldn't get in with anything like that. But come on. Hell on, man. Y'all was actually, y'all was really bugging, man. <laughs> man. But, you know, T Grizzly opened up, man. And, you know, the T Grizzly performance leaves something less to be desired, man. I don't I mean, he did, He just don't got the catalog yet. You know, he got one mixtape out. He got one hot song out. He had two. I mean, he, his song with... Uh, with the 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 simple looking dude was is from the A to the to the D. I, I, y'all know who I'm talking about. <clears throat> uh, little yacht No, is it Little Yachty? Yeah, Little Yachty. Um, that song was dope. And uh, first day out is his, you know, his big song. I thought he had one other song. I thought I had recognized. Well, all this his other stuff sounded it sounded. <laughs> This sound too good, T. T Grizzly. You better get back in that booth, my nigga. Get back in the booth. Get back in the booth. You know. Um, but hey, it was a good night. Now the countdown begins. This pregnancy, we gotta do move too. We're moving, actually moving. So um, I don't know. I'll probably talk about the the pregnancy this week, and I'm, I guess I'm gonna do something for my my YouTube page. Um, and put a YouTube video up. I don't think I'm gonna record the. the, the, the I would, you know, I me, mean, but I don't think she wants to be in it. But I, I'll definitely videotape the the aftermath and have put that on um put that on um my YouTube page. So be on the lookout for that. Uncle Hotep's second child is on the way. Now, um, what else? What else I got here? You know, it's it's been a crazy week. Of course, you know Trump is starting his trade war with China. <laughs> Yo, have we ever had a president that did what he said he was going to do? Like, it, it doesn't matter if if uh, it actually accomplishes. You know, say what you're going to do and have actually do it are two different things. But who who is set out? He at least has set out to do every campaign promise pretty much he said he's going to do. I'm still waiting for that, you know, the, the uh, right to bear arms across all 50 states. He's looking kind of shaky on that. 
I think he backtracked. They might have put the pressure on him. I don't know. But that's, I mean, it seemed like to me that was a, a slam dunk. You see what I'm saying? It was, to me, it's a slam dunk. But, you know, I mean, that's, you know, other states have their uh, their rights, states' rights. You know what I'm saying? So, But that shouldn't be infringed upon by the Second because of the Second Amendment. But yo, he's uh, he's raising, you know, the the, the prices on on uh, you know steel and aluminum, uh, in for with China, and you know, China, <laughs> China comes back and says they don't want to trade war with the United States, but will defend its interests. You know, um, he raised in twenty five percent of this on the steel tariffs. Steel imports and 20% on the aluminum imports. Um, allegedly, oh, excuse me. You know, China only accounts for a small fraction of U.S. steel imports. Its massive industry expansion has helped produce a global gut of steel that has driven down prices. Now, China's come back. Negotiations and mutual opening of markets were the best ways to resolve trade friction. Chinese Vice Foreign Minister Zhang Yezhu. So they don't want the smoke. I'm not. I'm not. They don't want the smoke. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, if we send our products over there and they tax it heavily. Nobody said nothing. Nobody says a word. But we do the same thing. It's all problems and and, and this, that, and the third. Oh, we gotta stop. It's a trade war. What 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 what's going on, man? You know, I I think it's a it's about time that he put someone has put our interest first. You see what I'm saying? And I I, I think I, I'm with it. I'm, I'm definitely with it. I'm definitely with it. We'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? I, I have trust in it. You know what I mean? If anything, it will make our uh, our steel industries um, back in back at work. You know, my actually, my dad actually worked at a at a steel steel mill. Um, he was a um, he was a crane operator. You know, the big cranes. <laughs> You know, um, I never seen him like work or go to work or anything. He used to work at uh, down in Delaware. And he used to work shift work. I remember vividly coming up. Um, you know, um, but I always envisioned him picking them big steel. You know, what I mean, them big, them big cranes. You know what I mean? Um, he used to say, if, "If if it got wheels, I can drive it." You know, because some people are. I mean, he was mechanically inclined. He was, uh, you know, he was very smart with, like, uh, I guess, like, engineering-type mind. I don't have that mind at all. <laughs> but he had one of those engineering-type minds. And, and you know, I think uh, he, he could drive. You know, he he, he was, uh, he had a race car and everything like that. You know, but cats from North Carolina could drive, man. I, I, I'm not even going to hold you. My brother can drive. I remember he was taking me. I was following him. He was Fine. And you know the roads in North Carolina are like they're much better in Pennsylvania. I'll tell you that now. But the most of them are like just one lane. 
Like, you don't have an extra side. You know, they're one lane with a straight down the middle, but they're long and winding because, you know, towns are kind of built like kind of different. The setup is kind of different. You'll have these long winding roads intertwining between between towns. You know, up here, you can get on a... Um, it, once you get outside of, like, you know, the um, Philadelphia boroughs, I mean... Uh, and that's a, that's a long way, you know, you, you, <laughs> with the Philadelphia boroughs. Uh, once you get like outside of Chester County and Philadelphia County and Bucks County, you might have type the same thing, but the roads aren't nearly as, as good, as kept up as down there. Uh, I think maybe the, the weather is, because the weather, because you know, winter beats up the roads, you know what I mean? You, we actually have a winter. So when it gets hard, cold, then hard, real cold it gets hard real fast and then you start getting when it warms up it start getting potholes and shit like that so you don't have that down there but them cats is i never i don't understand it but some cats are just better mechanically inclined i got a friend john crabby he, he can drive like i <laughs> but i'm the best driver i ever seen in my life like i i some people have uh i don't know what to call it it's almost like you know what star wars um, it was Obi-Wan and there was, uh, I'm talking about the, uh, the, the, the prequels. It was Obi-Wan and teaching, um, Luke, I mean, not Luke, Anakin. Anakin had a, a, a feel for mechanics because he was a great pilot and stuff like that. But Obi-Wan didn't have it. Obi-Wan had a feel of animals and stuff like that. If you've watched the movies, you know, Obi-Wan, God, he would jump on animals and he could ride them and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how we got to Star Wars here. <laughs> that's, that's how we got. To, I don't know how I got to this this part um, from to the China Chain Wars, but bear with me. Um, I'm trying to let it go, man. Let it let it flow freely. But I'm not. We'll see where this trade work goes. Um, I think I have trust in it. You know, I think you know, with anything he'll bring. It looks like he's trying to bring... China is willing to get back on the negotiating table. And that's what you want. You see, Trump ain't playing no game. See, China has to sell a whole bunch of stuff here. It's not like they can be like, ha ha, we'll, we'll get you back. They're like, ha ha ha, man, we, this is a dangerous thing here. You know, a lot of, a lot of goods come from China over here. So, uh, are they willing to... Mess that up, mess that money up over this steel stuff, man. I don't know. I just don't know. I I think uh, I think you bring them to the negotiating table, and then uh, we might be good. But we'll see how that goes. Um, what else did I got, man? Oh, <laughs> my favorite feminist, Jamila Lemieux. And I don't know. If, let me see if I can find the tweet while I'm talking here. You know, uh, last week there was a, uh, you know, Black Panther. I guess I have to mention Black Panther. It's the, you know, the biggest movie going. And it's still going hard, hard, hard. Pause. Um, you know, Black Panther has these shines going crazy. They love it. They, uh, they, they, they're, they're just, they're going wild with it. You know what I mean? There's been think pieces after think pieces. It's been out two weeks and, you know, the root and everything are uh, still selling, like, talking, to create, to making, 
creating think pieces about Black Panther every goddamn day. Um, it's it's this how it is, you know. And people are acting like this is the greatest. And I've said before, I said before that Black Panther was going to be the Malcolm X movie of this generation, you know, because I come from, you know, the era when Malcolm X came out. That was the big thing. Malcolm X is coming out. Malcolm X, and you know. And it did. It inspired people walking around with the X shirts and shit like that. Um, and people were wilding. <laughs> wilding. And, you know, and it's... Um, it's the same thing with Black Panther. People love it. And, you know, there was a joke because, you know, Black Panther's guards are all female. This all-female uh, guard unit. I don't know what the name of it is. Is, but there's one lady that I think her name is Okoye, and she's the leader. And somebody made a meme of her fighting, her standing up face to face with Wonder Woman. And I'm I'm trying to find the tweet, but you know, uh, she made a joke about it, and um, she actually <laughs> said that Okoye would uh, all black women in America would, would every black woman in the world would back her fighting white wonder woman <laughs> i almost said white woman oh my god and people went to went to town with it. it like wonder woman was trending because of that now she was also trending she wonder woman also had a kind of uh exposure because people were saying because black panther was just surpassed woman wonder woman uh, for sales but it's it's people were making so much joke about it because everybody was like because if you read the comic books you know damn well one of them would wash the wash the hell out of Koye it would like it wouldn't be funny and people would joke don't bring me in this you know and um, people were, were once again getting on Jamila right people were killing Jamila you know what I mean so she then she comes out with a tweet and says like oh man the internet's not fun anymore I don't want to do this. This is the. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, it's not even funny anymore, cause she did, like. She doesn't understand. She's the one that trolls people, and I mean not necessarily troll, but her grading. She has a grading personality on, on Twitter, you know, and she has a lot of followers. A lot of people. Her her tweets are gonna get to people, you know. She's especially grading towards black men. You know what I mean? It seems like black men have to have a code. And we do have to have a code. Uh, that's right. They're, they're certainly right. Black men have to make improvements and in, in their culture and in in make a code and everything like that with everything from how they talk to women, address women, um, also with finances and everything else. There there's, needs to be a U-Haul, a rehaul. Uh, uh, not a U-Haul, um, a rehaul of all of that. That's agreed upon. But they want to be the ones to do it. You see what I'm saying? They want, they want black men to change, but they want them to do the change. You know what I'm saying? You can't... Like, it's almost like with the addict. You know what I mean? You, you want them to change, but they got to do it for themselves. Like, black men have to do this for themselves. They can't just do it for you or you because you're saying or you want to try to force it down their throats. You're trying to dictate what you want black men to be. Like, that's not that's not how it works. Black men have to dictate what they want to be. 
But these feminists, these black feminists like Jamila and all them, they want to fix black men and make the black men in the image they mold. And that's not going to work. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You First off, you don't even know what it is to be a black man. It's like we don't know what it is to be a black woman. But you, can, I'm not going to sit here and tell y'all what to do. I know we, we do. <laughs> no, no, not even really, no. You know what I mean? But, I mean, we'd have some suggestions. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't want to start with the weave. But, you know what I mean? That's, that's just... <laughs> but you get you get what I'm saying. You know, so that, 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 that irks a lot of people. So when people saw that, they dig it in her ass. You know, she's noticing... Like, there's, a, there's the R. Kelly joke. Like, like some people, there's a there's a, a internet thing going. Like, every time Jamila mentions R. Kelly, save $3. <laughs> That's how much she, she talks about this guy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, she's become this, a meme, so to speak. You know, I actually made a video out of it. There's uh, how R. Kelly and Jamila made it become a meme. Uh, check that out on my video YouTube channel. Uh, also follow me on Twitter, Handy Mahim Uncle Hotel. And you can, if you can donate, Patreon, PayPal, I greatly appreciate it. This is an in between plug. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't got any commercials to do, so I just uh, do a uh, little plug there. But I'm not. I don't feel sorry for Jamila. Now she said she was going to tweet less. She, she's still running her mouth on the Twitter. So um, that's that. But we, we, we'll see what's going on in there. Anyways, what else, what else I got? What else do I got? Oh, the Oscars are coming out tonight. Um, the Oscars are coming out tonight, and the, the shine's going to be mad tonight. I have a feeling. Because Get Out is not going to probably win Best Picture. I don't know if it should or not. And that's, I don't know what is it, what is it, what is it up against? Let me look. Bear with me, people. Oscar, I'll, I'll pause it so I don't. Hold on, hold on. All right, Get Out is up against Call Me by Your Name. I didn't see it. Darkest Hour. Dunkirk. Lady Bird. Phantom Thread. The Post. Shape of Water. Three billboards outside. Um, the the guy from Get Out, Daniel Kaluuya, he's also nominated for Best Actor in Leading Role. Get Out. Denzel is actually nominated for that too. Um, there was no actress in it, and they're not up for supporting. And Mary J. Blige is up for uh, actress in supporting role, and so is Octavia Spencer in uh, in the shape of water. I Tanya is up for a supporting actress role, and people are mad. I, side note: I mean, I do, I do want to see I Tanya. I kind of was a, a Tanya Harding stan. <laughs> Uh, I guess she qualifies as a pog, so I guess <laughs> you know um, it, it's it's a long story. I'll, I'll get to that one day. Um, but anyway, 
Shines is mad about mad about this. You know, some uh, some uh, some stuff has leaked, and one guy says, "Hold on, hold on. I think I can bring this one up without having a pause." I hate pause, and I want to be like as spontaneous with this stuff as possible. I gotta find my man Doe Dube's Twitter because he was talking about it. Um, what, what what was he talking about? Hold on, I gotta find it. Y'all mad in the movie review now? Oh come on! Somebody took down the tweet. Damn. 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 Maybe if I. They might have deleted it, or maybe they blocked me. I don't know. Yeah, she blocked me. <laughs> but anyway, the tweet was uh, about one of the reviewers. I guess it leaked, and they gave it like a B minus. And then they were saying, which I thought was, that's probably a fair review. Um, I would have gone solid B, B plus. I don't know if I would have, or A minus. You know, B minus, A minus. It was good. It was good, but it wasn't as good as everybody was trying to make it out to be. You know, um, I can't, that's how I, I remember I reviewed it. Um. It was like a B. It wasn't an A plus. I def- it definitely wasn't an A plus. Was it close to being an A? Yeah. So the B is kind of right in there. I'm not sure I would go B minus, but it was good. It wasn't great. You know what I mean? Um, it just was a different movie. You know, you haven't seen a, a different concept. Um, it's watchable. It was definitely watchable. It just, I would love to have seen it without the hype that came with it, you know, by the shine. You know, shine this this that that can almost um, it can almost um, taint your views on things. The shine that's just how the shine is. The shine really goes berserk on some things. It's like they're going with Black Panther. Um, is it going to win? I haven't seen any of the other films. I can't tell you. I know a lot of people were saying Dunkirk was was wild. Um, I've had my fill of the World War II films, <laughs> especially World War II films that that just tell a one-sided uh, one side of the uh, story. Like um, you've told it enough, I, I and I know why they do that. I mean, a lot of that stuff is propaganda, um, but uh, there's two sides to the fight. You know what I'm saying? So why not? I, I'm not sure why telling the story oh, I, we already know why I don't know why getting into it but I would love to see a World War II movie from told from the other side um, you know what I mean because everybody has their views on things and uh, not from the other side with a truthful aspect not from a, a, a western you know what I mean the west because you know west won the, whoever wins the war gets the right history and that's what's happened so that's another uh World War Two movie. I don't know what Larry Bird. I don't know what the other word movies are about. To be honest with you, I haven't even heard of them. I think Darkest Hours about Churchill, right? I think. I don't know. 
But we'll see what happens, you know. But people are gonna be mad if they don't if Get Out doesn't win an Oscar. It's gonna be a white out the Oscars or something, black out the Oscars again. I think they're doing a, a movement thing tonight. You know, it's it's so just from the social being being a social critic and you know and be able to make content. I wanna. Um, I want to at least watch some of it and tweet, tweet, live tweet it or something. But I'm really not interested in watching it. I'm just not. Um, you know, the Sixers, and I tell my Sixers, Sixers, um, LeBron James, they beat the, Cla- the Cavs the other day, you know, and this LeBron James to Philly thing is taken off. It's actually become a national story. It wasn't some just um, pipe dream from local Philly media. This thing has national legs now. And uh, it's crazy. It's actually, there's, there's no one's crazy is actually people don't want LeBron on, some people on Sixers Twitter don't want LeBron. They want to have this natural, uh, organic, rogue way to the title or whatever. Um, as you know, I'm not the biggest. Well, I'm not saying I hate LeBron. I'm just saying I don't think he's better than Jordan. Um, but uh, thirty, what's he going to be? Thirty-five. Uh, he still has. He he can't dominate the game like he used to. Um, he can still put up the, the numbers. I tell you that. Uh, but defensively, he's uh, he's kind of suspect now. Um, you know, and he just doesn't have the team. It's hard to say. He just doesn't. Have, he doesn't have the team around him. He doesn't have his uh, alpha dog, uh, alpha B dog with him. You know, I mean, there's no Wade. There's no prime Wade on his team. You know, um, there's no Bosh. There's no Kevin Love is hurt. There's no Kyrie. He has no other teammates on that caliber. So they're on the third seed. They're holding on to the third seed. I don't know if they're going to hold on to it. But if I'm if I'm the Sixers, I sign LeBron if he wants to come. I do, I really really do. You know, um, people are saying Sixers Twitter they don't want him. I don't know about that. Y'all y'all wilding. Um, would it what would it mean for the Sixers? I'm trying to think of the lineup. Like, I don't I don't want to trade Dario. You know, and I'm not as high as on Covington as other people. I think management management might be high on Covington, but I think as a wing defender, I think you can get that from somebody else, and you can get that three point shooting from somebody else. Sorry, I even think Ben Simmons is a better wing defender than Robert Covington. But if LeBron has to start, he's going to start, of course, he probably have to play the four. Ben, I would have but LeBron and Bede, <coughs> LeBron. Then it, it depends on you. Dario can't play the three. We all know that. He's only playing a four. And spot minutes he can play um, the five. You know, but you don't have a lot of position as basketball. As long as he has somebody who can guard, he can be out there. But if the thing is, do you want him, you want Simmons as the like a three-one? Or Simmons is your point guard, so now you have two spots open. You need to fill a three, three and a two. 
um, I'm not, I don't want, I don't think Reddick is going to be starting material next year. Um, he's just, he's kind of inconsistent um, defensively. He's kind of, uh, it doesn't show, but a lot. But against certain teams, you get his ass lit up. Um, because um, you and you have faults there, so you, you eventually you want to have the Fultz Simmons backcourt. But is Fultz going to be ready next year? He's looking better shooting. Uh, he's <laughs> in the Fultz video game. He's looking a lot better, but until he takes the court, we don't know. Um, so I guess you're gonna have to put Covington there. Now, what you say you say Simmons Reddick. Let's just take it Simmons Reddick backcourt. With a Covington, LeBron, front court with along with Embiid. What does that get you? Do you have enough? You ha- I think you have enough rebounding. You have enough defense. You have enough three point shooting. I think you do because you, Simmons you don't have, like have it. But if you have Reddick, Covington, LeBron can hit a three and Embiid. <laughs> you have some three point shooting. Spacing should not be a problem. Um, and you know they, they signed Ilosova and, and Bell in LA. They're two good signings. We'll see. But I mean, it, it might. Another question: Does LeBron just sign with the Sixers, man? If he wants to be a part of an up and coming team, you have to look at it like how LeBron. I'm trying to think how LeBron would look at it. Um, you eventually want to go to a team that has rising stars. You know, I mean, you, you, you uh, uh, father times undefeated. You know, what I mean, so you need stars, and you need stars because Golden State has stars. Let's be honest with you. You need more than you. You need at least somebody that can do is your equal or more. And I think you might have that because you have Simmons and Embiid. Both of them look like they could be franchise players. You know, Dario's good. And, you know, Fultz, and they still have a pick, that Lakers pick, which is probably should be a lottery pick. They might get lucky and hit something with that. They need to, or Fultz can come around and be the number one pick he's supposed to be. So that's a lot of firepower if he joins up. And if he wants to finish, I think he wants to play till his son comes on. You know, and that's, he got to play till he's like 40. So what perfect team he could be on where he doesn't have to be the best player every night and he can ride their wave and he hasn't really played with a big set a big league center he played with Zadrunas Ilgalskis but Zadrunas was never what Embiid is right now not even close so unless he wants to go out west if thing of problem with goes out west, he's gonna to have to play Golden State before the finals. Now, do you want that? I wouldn't want that. I would stay in the East, right, and make sure you're the best team in the East. <coughs> and because they're almost winning fifty games, they might. The Sixers might. I think if they go, I think I read sixteen and four. Or something like that. They got they they'll go fifty wins. Now imagine they get fifty wins and add LeBron. That's a, I mean, that might be another ten point win uh, win swing. We'll see. 
So anyway, that's it. That's all I got. Happy Sunday. Thank you for listening. If you listen on uh, iTunes, can you give me a review? I'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, I thank everybody that, that stuck around after I took that uh, brief uh, couple months hiatus. Um, I was on my Negro shit. <laughs> my nigga shit. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I thank you for um, sticking with me and coming back and listening. Um, please share this uh, podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter, Handy Mayhem Uncle Hotep. Uh, if you can donate my Patreon, PayPal, I greatly appreciate it. Anyway, this is Uncle Hotep. This is episode seventy. Is it seventy-seven? Yeah, it's seventy-seven of Uncle Hotep's podcast. Peace.